the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Um, click on the radio listener square and use promo code snooze. The concept of a reverse mortgage can be confusing. So on behalf of Bingo Reverse Mortgage, here are some simple facts. A reverse mortgage is a loan that allows individuals over 55 to convert the equity in their home into cash or to purchase a home. To qualify, a borrower must be at least 55 years old, own a home, and have sufficient equity in that home. The amount you can borrow is based on a few factors, including your age, current interest rates, the value of your home, and how much you may owe on an existing mortgage. Call Bingo today. A reverse mortgage could put more money in your pocket for living expenses, help you fight inflation, and give you more security in your retirement. Get the safety net you deserve with Bingo. Call 720-541-5545 or visit BingoReverseMortgage.com. Mention this radio ad and get a free appraisal reimbursed at closing, a $750 value. Equal housing lender. Call 720-541-5545 for cost information and conditions. That's 720-541-5545. Licensed in Colorado. NMLS ID number 226. 8418. News Talk 710 KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. CBS News Brief. As many as 90 million people in the U.S. are under heat warnings or advisories today. And there's the possibility of severe thunderstorms capable of producing flash flooding in the eastern Great Lakes in the Northeast. <laughs> Keeping cool in public pools in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, is more challenging. Hours are reduced this weekend because staff shortages have forced lifeguards to work longer shifts than usual. It can be very dangerous. CBS's Wendy Gillette. At least 92 large wildfires are burning across 14 states, including Texas, where Governor Greg Abbott has issued a disaster declaration. The best news is that no lives have been lost. White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha tells CBS's Face the Nation the administration is fighting to stop the spread of the monkeypox virus. We have acted swiftly. We've gotten 800,000 doses from Denmark over to the United States just in the last week. Uh, we're going to be getting those out in the, in the upcoming couple of weeks. CBS News Brief. I'm Christopher Cruz. The 710 five-day forecast on this Sunday. Showers and thunderstorms likely this afternoon. Some could produce some heavy rain at times. Highs in the upper 80s. Showers and storms tonight with lows near 65. Monday and Tuesday. Chance for showers each day. Isolated thunderstorms. Highs in the upper 80s to low 90s. Weather brought to you by Colorado Flat Fee Realty. Now with a 2% option. Pay less, keep more. ColoradoFlatFeeRealty.com. I'm meteorologist Patrice Sutter on 710 KNUS. The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Dr. Jack Zamora. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. 
If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friend so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Praise be the most holy name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends. Today we pray with uh, Psalm 103. This Sunday morning, I ask you to please pray in a very special way for the church in Lebanon, for uh, the leadership of the church in Lebanon, for the people of Lebanon. I ask you to also remember in your prayers in a very special way, our country, our land, the people who are suffering from the heat wave in many places in the U.S., uh, in the Middle East, in Europe as well. May God save the plants, the trees, um, um, everything that has life in it, even our animals, uh, you know, the things and everyone we care for in this creation, that all of us will be safe and protected And may God shower down from heaven the dew of his divine mercy to cool our hearts and our lands that it seems are being inflamed, not only by natural temperatures or possible disasters, but it seems also by many, many, many evil and wickedness. So may God protect us all. By now, you should have your Bibles ready and open. I ask you to turn to Psalm 103, praise for God's tender compassion. And uh, I want us to remember as we pray the psalm, the verse from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1, verse 78. Remember, my friends, what Zechariah exclaimed to the Lord at the birth of John the Baptist, when he said in his canticle, In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Bless the Lord, my soul, never forget all he has done for you. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord, and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills our life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives a judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Good Sunday morning, my dear friends. With us on the phone um, from the United States, Mr. Tom Harb. Mr. Tom is a co-chair for the American Middle East Coalition for Democracy. He plays an educational role among the Middle Eastern communities in the United States and uh, through Middle East media. He has been appearing in many, many, many major news outlets in the Arab world and in Lebanon, in MTV, OTV, LBCI, and, and Al Arabiya, and Al Jazeera, and many other 
um, media outlets. Uh, he writes documents himself. And um, in fact, Tom is the president of the World Council of the Cedars Revolution, a USA chapter and a non-for-profit, an NGO actually, representing Lebanese activists worldwide. Tom, good holy Sunday morning to you. Thanks, uh, Father Andre. Thanks for the welcome, and God bless you, and God bless the parish and all the members of the communities. Thank you so very much, Tom. Uh, well, you are here because uh, there is an emergency that took place in Lebanon um, less than 24 hours ago. Uh, the Maronite Bishop of Jerusalem, the Maronite Bishop of Jerusalem, was actually uh, detained on his way back by the Lebanese army, even though he is a diplomat, even though he carries with him the Vatican passport, even though the uniform provides his actually security. So he doesn't drive in a private car by himself. He's accompanied and escorted by the uniform, which are the peacekeepers that, that were assigned by the United Nations in South Lebanon between Lebanon and Israel. Despite all of this, he was arrested, and it seems that we hear contradicting stories on how much humiliation there was inside these 11 to 12 hours detaining meeting, basically, and then they ask him to even go to the military court, to the military court in Lebanon, where basically they take a people if they are accused of national treason. And what we know in all of this is that he was taking medication with him from Israel to support some families inside Lebanon. And uh, we know they confiscated his cell phone, his belonging. This is, again, Archbishop uh, of the Maronites in Jerusalem, Archbishop Musa El-Hajj, who comes on a regular basis from Israel to Lebanon, exceptionally through the Nakura Gate, which is a southern coastal gate between Lebanon and Israel, uh, the historical place. We also know that Petra Krai did not allow him to go to the military tribunal. And uh, we know per some sources that Petra Krai demanded that all those who have contributed to this humiliation will resign from their offices, whether in the Lebanese army or in the military court or in the political parties. Tom, what is happening with the leaders of the churches in Lebanon? Well, first of all, to put everything in perspective, this seat, uh, the Bishop uh, of the Maronite Church in Jerusalem, goes back to 500 years. It's not something new. And the relationship between the Maronite Church and Jerusalem since its founding about 15, 1600 years ago, plus the relationship the first Christianity started spreading after Jerusalem and Israel was really in Lebanon. Therefore, this is now Lebanon, what had happened in the last uh, 50 years, uh, Lebanon been under a civil war up to a certain extent. The Palestinians came to Lebanon, started fighting uh, the Christians to push them out of the area. It was really a war of uh, persecution against the Christians under the title, we are trying to liberate uh, Jerusalem. Second, or, or trying to liberate Palestine. Second uh, point, um, after the collapse and after kick out of the Palestinians out of Lebanon, especially the terrorist ones as Yasser Arafat and his organizations, the Syrians came. 
to Lebanon. And the Syrians also did the same thing against the Christians, and it became a police state. Fast forward in 2005, under UN Resolution 1559 was mandated by United States and France at the United Nations, the Syrians got out of Lebanon and Hezbollah, it's a branch of, uh, uh, of a, uh, a, um, an Iranian influence in the region, uh, kind of remained. They were supposed to also disarm and they did not disarm and they stayed powerful and now the Iranian filled in the vacuum in Lebanon. In order to oppress the opposition, and the patriarch of the Maronite Catholic Church has been a very vocal against the Iranian regime in Lebanon, against the oppression of the political system in Lebanon. Now they want to teach the, the patriarch a lesson. So the Hezbollah, through the military court in Lebanon, uh, tried the military court was established in the 1940s just to deal with the military situation with the, with the armed forces. However, under special cases, they start expanding into the civil society. And really under the Syrian and under, under the Iranian influence now, it became a police state against the opposition. Therefore, the, the bishop is not a special exception. In, in this case, but the, because the patriarch has been speaking against Iran big time and against Hezbollah and uh, the UN resolution 1559 should be implemented. Therefore, they, they wanna create a file against the patriarch to be quiet, to silence the patriarch. And if they silence the patriarch, they silence the Christians in Lebanon. And if they silence the Christians in Lebanon, they silence the Christians, the Lebanese Christians uh, throughout the world, which they are about 14 million dollars, for 14 million people. And that's the objective really of the Iranian regime, unfortunately, in Lebanon. So now what they are doing, oppressing anybody, like uh, one of the judges in the military court, he's going not only after the Lebanese in Lebanon, after the Lebanese in the diaspora. I could be a victim of of his behavior. Anybody who speaks against the Iranian, they are victims. And that's why we ask United States and we ask the international community really to step in and put a limitation for the military court because we, as American citizens, we pay taxes to the Treasury Department. And the Treasury Department through Congress, they take money to support the Lebanese army. Therefore, the Lebanese army goes back and arrests us as citizens. Therefore, that's illegal, should be stopped immediately, and we want our government and the states to step in. Well, well put, Tom. I, I really have a lot of questions to ask you, and I, and I know our, our listeners would love to have you more than one time to educate them. We have been taking the theme throughout this entire time this year, especially this summer, to speak about the persecuted Christians in a mission of hope and mercy. We have those two beautiful radio shows, one of which you are on today, KNUS 710 AM, which is Salem Media Group. We are interested, definitely, in religious freedom in the Middle East. But now we have to speak more about the Christian persecution that is still happening in the Middle East. This is for the first time, as we can tell, that a Maronite prelate, which is the highest uh, and oldest Catholic Church existing in the, in the Middle East, basically, probably the second largest in the Middle East to the sister Catholic Church worldwide. It is under the Pope. It is under the Vatican. You have asked that the people in the U.S. will step up. This is a morning program. 
It's good Sunday morning with our Lord Jesus Christ. What can people do to learn more about the situation? And what can they do locally here in Colorado, in the U.S., to prevent this situation from becoming actually not only an insult, a tactic of intimidation, a bullying tactic to shut down the voice of the Maronite Patriarch, but you yourself are the chairman of the American Maronite Union as well. What do you tell the American people to do? Well, uh, the American citizens are great, great activists, and especially the evangelicals being the Catholics, the Protestants, and everybody. And we support Israel a lot because Israel is a, is, is a, a nation we respect and so on. But see, it seems the Christian's voices to the West does not get the attention it needed. The same time we are uh, supporting Israel, we need to think, anytime we think of a Jew in Israel, we need to think of 10 Christians in the region, and they are also the Iranian regime, the Muslim Brotherhoods, all of these, they want to get rid of them. Because they have a saying in Yom Sabbath, this is today Saturday against the Jews, tomorrow Sunday against the Christians. So we have to bind together and do, tell our Congress members, like in this instance in, in, in specific, uh, try to, for the listeners to, to be educated about what happened. Like what you said, he's, he represents the Vatican. He represents the Christian Maronite Catholic Church in Lebanon. And his story is he went to, he's been going to Israel, but now they want to oppress him not to say anything. They insulted him. They insulted the Patriarch. They insulted 14 million Maronites worldwide. They insulted millions and probably billions of Catholics. And they don't care. This regime in Iran is a, is a, is a regime that uh, uh, wants to change the formation of the Middle East. He wants to remove everybody and take their place as the Shiites movement, a very dangerous regime. Our President Biden wants to do a nuclear deal to go back to the 2015 nuclear deal, which had the sunset for, for 15 years, it will be done. We need not to do any deal with Iran. We need to keep the pressure on Iran, the boycott on Iran, the call them a terrorist state, and try to block them everywhere in Lebanon, in Syria, in Iraq, in Yemen, everywhere, because they want to transform them into the Shiism and the radical Shiism, and they don't mind to have on the Sunni side the radical Muslim brotherhoods because they don't accept anybody else in the region. And that is the most dangerous situation. Everybody is crying out. Even the Arab world told our President Biden in his trip last week, Iran is a dangerous situation. I love the Israelis, what they did. They were able to get out of Mr. President Biden an agreement, no nuclear to Iran whatsoever. But how can, how can he sign an agreement with Israel, no nuclear with Iran on the other side? On the other hand, he wants to go to the 2015 nuclear deal where it had a 15-year sunset. There's hypocrisy in his, in his 
the speech. We need here, as, 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 uh, as listeners, uh, please call your congressmen, your senators, tell them we cannot see our brothers and sisters in the Middle East, the Christians, the Catholic Church, the non-Catholic Church in, in Lebanon suffer under the Iranian and Hezbollah. There's a UN resolution 1559 needs to be implemented and they need to help Lebanon to implement it. My friends, for our listeners, uh, this is Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre conversing with Tom Harib, a co-chair for the American Middle East Coalition for Democracy. Um, Tom, you also, for our listeners to know a little bit about you, um, you have become, in particular way, very influential aiding other team of Lebanese experts in the United Nations when they were introducing the um, UN resolution of 1559 back in 2005, I believe, which basically ended uh, successfully under George Bush in his second term to basically uh, liberate Lebanon from the Syrian army. And it was supposed to free Lebanon from any armed forces uh, that are not the national Lebanese army, basically except that that part of this UN resolution, which of which you became the Secretary General for the International Lebanese Committee over that particular resolution, and you had a clear message. The International Lebanese Committee, and I quote, for the United Nations Security Council Resolution 1559, was formed by a number of Lebanese leaders in diaspora to follow up on the full implementation of the said resolution. Where are you now, and what do Americans need to learn about that rest. And this is not a political program, but it is important because the lives of the people are at risk. The liberty of the church is at risk. The gospel of Jesus Christ is at risk. The conviviality coexistence model with the Arab world, the Muslims, the Sunnis, the Shias, and the Christians, all of it is at risk because of, um, it's not my personal opinion, but I know there is some type of negotiation going on between our country and a major um, nation that is in the Muslim world, but it may not necessarily be in line with another Muslim world. So Lebanon is between two huge Muslim powers. What do we do? Well, this is a very important question. But we as a Christians, all what we love is the love and careness toward others, even our enemies. And whenever there is a Christianity, there is democracy. Whenever there is no Christianity, there is theocracy, theocracy or there is dictatorship. So in the Middle East, now I think the Christians play a big role, and also the state of Israel, they, they play a big role in spreading democracy. So uh, the UN Resolution 1559, as you said, it was to get the Syrians out and disarm all the militias, so Hezbollah did not disarm. So we need the help from our brothers and sisters in the United States to help us to implement the remaining of UN Resolution 1559. However, what we see in the Arab world, uh, in, in Saudi Arabia, the Gulf states, there's a major movement. I know here in the United States, some of them, they go on bad against uh, the Prince Mohammed bin Salman. But I think the changes Mohammed bin Salman did inside Saudi Arabia, the open tolerance now, the movement that he granted the, the female society, that's a huge in the Muslim world. And he was able to achieve in two years. And also in the Gulf states, 
in United Arab Emirates. So therefore, we need to work with our with the moderates of the Muslim world and reject the extremism. There are two groups, major two groups we need to reject, the humanism of Iran and the Muslim Brotherhoods, which they have different branches. But those two groups, either they are Sunnis or Shias, we need to reject them. And whenever there's a moderation in the Arab world, we need to work with them. And I think Mohammed bin Salman and United Arab Emirates and so on, we need to work with them because they could advance democracy. And the more democracy there are, the more tolerance within other religions it will take place in the Arab world. And I believe that the Christians will have a place because even if now the Jews have a place inside within the Arab, um, the Abraham Accord, obviously the Christians, they have a place. And we are a lot of Lebanese Christians and Christians from the Middle East work in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, United Arab Emirates, and they don't have any danger. They don't cause any danger to these nations. To the contrary, these nations, they like to hire Christians from the Middle East because they don't uh, wish him bad things to these nations or what they wish him well. You know, um, Nigeria is in flame. Uh, Christians in Nigeria are being killed. Just like in the last six months, we did, unfortunately, over 1,000 Nigerian Christians have been killed. Over 20 priests have been actually massacred uh, on daily basis in Africa. 49% of the African continent is a Christian town. And nobody is listening to their voice. We try to advocate for them, even when you were in Washington, D.C., a few weeks back at the International Religious Freedom Summit. You saw the pain of the Nigerian people. The bishop came from Nigeria to try to advocate, to ask the United States, please stop this murder against the Christians, stealing their properties, their rights, their food, their livelihood, and their lives at the same time. Are you afraid in Lebanon? And I want to ask you now, in your capacity as the chairman of the American Maronite Union. Maronites, who are the Catholic, um, basically um, the Catholic Church in the Middle East, one of them, uh, which is the largest, possibly the oldest uh, and the most powerful, influential, uh, is the community that stood behind the creation of Lebanon back in 1920. And I want to educate our listeners on that. Do you see hope with the um, with, with the United States, the Maronite community, um, uh, are we receiving enough help from the local American people? I can tell you my experience in the mission of hope and mercy. Americans do care for Lebanon and for Lebanon's Christianity. But what is the diaspora of the Maronites doing in the United States? Well, first, I want to answer it with a little bit theology. And we know uh, in the Old Testament, when Moses asked God how about that land, which is Israel and uh, the Mount of Lebanon, and God said, don't go over there, this is for me. So I believe this is the land of God, and I'm not afraid, because wherever God is, there is going to be harmony and peace. Now, to move to what we are doing over here, I think that Yasra tries to do its best into Lebanon, and they send aid, and especially the economy collapsed. 
And the reason the economy collapsed, like it's 200% inflation. Today here in the States, we have 10% inflation and everybody is waking up saying what's happening to us. Can you imagine 200% inflation in Lebanon? It's yeah. a disaster. The money less lost, the Lebanese uh, currency lost 90% of its value. That means everybody needs help. And the reason of the collapse, because nobody wants to deal with Lebanon anymore. The Arab nations, they don't want to deal with it. The West don't want to deal with it because they think it became an uh, Iranian satellite. So we need to remove Iran from Lebanon. We need to tell our president, our Congress, our all our you know uh, uh, lawmakers in the United States that we need to free Lebanon from from uh, Iran. The same thing we help Israel. The same thing we help uh, Jordan. We help Egypt. And the same thing we are helping and now the Ukrainian against the Russians. And that's a sad, sad war over there because Christians killing Christians. And we don't like to see it that way. But in, in Lebanon, we need to step in more on the political level and push the evil axis, which is the Iranian axis, out of the region and out of Lebanon. Thank you so very much, Tom. I pray we can see you in the next morning and different morning with more good news about Lebanon. I want you and me we pray that uh, God is a father and he has compassion on his children. The Lord has a pity on those who fear him, for he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers uh, like the flower of the field. The wind blows and he is gone and his place never sees him again. With this, we want to remember that God is a gentle father with all his children. And the Lord is with those who revere him. My friends, thank you so much for this beautiful morning. Let us praise the Lord our God. Let us be his children. And let us stand in unity and solidarity with one another, with Lebanon, with Nigeria, with us here in this land. And let us raise our voice and say, God, our Father, send your Holy Spirit and heal our land. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning. With Father Andre. What if you could refire your mortgage without starting your loan over, potentially saving hundreds of dollars a month, plus tens of thousands long term? Well, fortunately for you, it's possible. You just have to call American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. Hi, it's Peter Boyles, reminding you to take advantage of our free, no-obligation mortgage review so you can understand all of your home loan options from flexible turns to competitive rates, even the ability to access cash. Whatever you need, they got you covered. You can actually save up to $1,000 a month. They choose any term, 10 years and over. Custom loans don't get any better than this. So what are you waiting for? If you start soon, you can skip two mortgage payments and may close in as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000. Visit AmericanFinancing.net. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000. Visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. KNUS Denver, a Salem Media Group station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.